Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I can't believe how boring this is. Why did we have to come here? We had to. Thank you for that exciting number. It was most stimulating. We're hoping you're having a wonderful time. And now to continue this exciting evening, Joseph Carrillo. Me? Yeah, I told them you would. Uh, you've literally lost it. They're going to love it. Come on. This is not the right place. Sure it is. Come on. They're going to love it. Come on. Come on, shake your body, baby. Do the conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Joseph, turn it up. Let's do this. Come, Come on, shake your body, body baby. baby. Do, do the conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Everybody, gather around now. Let your body feel that heat. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a very warm welcome for the one, the only, Mr. J.K. Hurado. I'm your host, Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And this is Becoming an Icon. A weekly podcast where we give you the rundown on how today's most famous Latinx stars have shaped pop culture. And given the world some extra sabor. Sit back and get comfortable. Because we are going in. The only way we know how. With buenas vibras. Algunas risas. Some chisme. And a lot of opinions as we relive their greatest achievements on our journey to find out what makes them so iconic. Here today to discuss all things Miami, including, of course, the music and legacy of Gloria and Emilio Stefan. We're welcoming a new guest to the Becoming an Icon crew. He is a Colombian musician, producer, and singer-songwriter from Barranquilla. And no, he does not know Shakira. <laughs> he did, though, launch his solo career in 2017 and has a brand new single, El Primero No Se Olvida, which is... A little bit regional Mexicano con un poquito yes. pop launching at the end of this month. And of course, like Joseph and I, he has a similar love and passion for all things musica. Please give a very warm welcome to JK Jurado. Yeah. 
Welcome, JK. All right. Awesome. I love that. I love that. That's a great beginning. Thank you guys for having me. Super excited to be here with you. And we can talk about whatever you want. Ooh. Ooh. We L-O-V-E that. I'm like, who are you dating? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get in the mix. <laughs> no, I promise we won't go there till the end. But what's interesting about you coming on our show is that we've interviewed a lot of journalists, a lot of podcasters. I don't think, Joseph, that we've ever had a musician come on and give their point of view on some of our icons. So this is a first for us and a real treat for our audience. And also we get to get a perspective of someone who would plan to maybe go the route of Gloria and Emilio. We don't know. It's so true. So this is going to be really fun for us. And we want to hear all of like the inside BTS industry talk that we don't usually get. Because Joseph and I are just fans. Let's be honest. Like, yes, we're mm. professionals. We're you know, he's a global makeup artist that's recognized all over the world. And like, yes, I'm an entertainment reporter, but we are just fans of music. And I know you are too. So when you hear Miami Sound Machine, JK, what comes to mind? Ooh. Wow. Mm, I think that's uh, was the one of the smartest move that a Latino could uh, do in the industry. Because they basically, they took all the traditional Latin rhythms with, you know, the, that particular sound of the 80s and 90s and and I think that was great they made everybody dance to our music to our rhythm to our percussion to our drums timbales congas quick question for you JK what was the very first song that you ever remember hearing from the Miami sound machine <laughs> I mean you, you just need to you just need to hear that and that's it yeah it's dun, over. Dun, dun. That could be those like that the two second music trivia, and it's like da da. You're like, I know it exactly. I already know. JK, what is it called when it's like just a few notes or a chord that triggers that instant recognition of a song? What do you call that? Ooh. Oh wow. Um, I think that's that's basically wh whenever a song starts, that's a hook. You know, it's like whenever a you... A hook. Uh -huh. That's what it is. Yeah. Whenever it's a something hook. that it's so... That you understand, you recognize the song right away, it's it's a hook. It's like, oh, wow. Because there are certain songs, right, that you just hear three notes of and you're like, I know what mm -hmm. it is. I see that a lot with Taylor Swift fans. Like they do a lot of trivia on TikTok where they will play the first literal three notes of a Taylor Swift song and they're like... Oh, oh my gosh, that's this or that's that. And you're like, how do they know that? But when you went dun, 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 like instantly we all went, I knew. Conga. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that that has a lot to do with the popularity of the song. You know, like it's been played so many times, you know, in this um, this many years that everybody knows the song. It's 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 super catchy, um, and also everybody recognizes it. So it's it's impossible not to. It truly is. It's one of those iconic songs, which is why Gloria and Emilio are icons to us. Um, but how do you feel musically about Gloria Estefan and her career as a solo artist, but also as a band member in the Miami Sound Machine? I think it's, uh, as I told you earlier, it's, it's the smartest move. It's, it was um, when I hear the, especially the drums, you can, you can feel it in the drums. It's a very, uh, you know, traditional 80s sound of the pop music in that moment. But you can hear the, the timbales, you can hear the congas, you can hear how the fusion was made. And I think it was, you know, very clever. And not only that, they did 
a lot of things. They did uh, Bolero. They did, um, actually, there's a song that they did Vallenato. They had an accordion. They explored a lot of the Latin rhythms and, and they opened the door for all of us, you know, in the industry worldwide. And, and I think that's, we, we need to be thankful for them because it's, you know, without them, it would be very difficult for us to, to get in this industry right, right here. So that being said, like right here, what does it mean or like what does it take to do a crossover? And is that something that do you see a lot of Latin artists doing that now? I think there, it's different times, right? You know, that type of music, it's, uh, it was from that moment. Right now there's you know, new fusions, you know, what Bad Bunny is doing, what other type of artists, they, they are inside the market Right. So actually, that's kind of not even really a crossover, right? Because that's now they're just kind of like Liliana, you were saying we were talking about just the other day. And it's like, that's just technically music now. Well, the thing is, what I love about the music industry right now is like you don't have to be in one genre. You know, you can explore. Yeah. Yeah. I see artists that they one day they release a reggaeton song. Then the other day they release a um, um, regional Mexicano. And then, you know, a couple of months later, they do a uh, pop and, you know, cumbia. Hey, are you talking about Carol G? Just kidding. Yes, he is. Carol G is one of them. Camilo is one of them. Camilo has done bachata, has done pop, has done cumbia. You know, it's like he's not afraid of doing and exploring different uh, rhythms and, and genres. And I remember when I first started in this music industry, when I used to go to radio stations or, or stuff, they would ask me, what's your genre? You know, what's, what's your type of music? And I always went with Vallenato because I, I would used to do Vallenato at that moment with, with fusion, you know, fusion with pop and a little bit of rock. And that was my genre. And I was like, I realized then I don't need to be in only one genre, I can explore different ones. I'm a musician, you know, that's what I do. So why right. I don't want to get targeted, you know, in just one genre. And, and I think that's amazing that the industry is, is it's, um, letting you do that right now. And, you know, Jakey, on that note, do you attribute the ease of moving cross genre to the way that audiences now hear and digest music? You know, when I was growing up in Texas in the 80s, the way I got my music was on the radio, right? And naturally, radio stations have to have a genre because they have to find that audience. And so do you feel like the fact that you can access any kind of music as a listener, literally on a handheld device in the palm of your hand, like, do you think that's eliminating a lot of those barriers and boundaries that used to exist around genre of music? Like, does it matter now? Oh, no, definitely. Definitely. It's... Uh music industry right now is super fast it's like it's quick mm -hmm. like there you release a song and you have two or three months minimum to release another one it's super wow. you know it's, it goes so fast there's so many songs releasing every day it's crazy so people has access to a lot of music a lot of music and and you know if maybe you released um, a reggaeton song and it didn't work okay let's do um bachata to see what happens and maybe that one and so do you already have these discs already lined up like i have these five songs that we're going to kind of push or are you like wow i was going to do bachata and these two songs didn't really hit could you then repackage it into a bachata song and then see if you have any traction with that and then kind of follow the lead of the success or as a musician are you really doubling down on saying, no, I am this kind of artist, right? And I'm going to make this kind of music. Yes, you need to have 
uh, in production, like mixing or at least writing and, and producing the song, cop, you know, many songs. You never know, like there's always like a plan of releasing a song, you know, like like a work plan. So, you know, like on February, we're going to release this song and on June, this song and whatever. But I think it all depends on the on how the song goes. You know, if, if it's a if it's a hit, if it's something that people it's, it's still consuming and it's working, you can extend the period of time a little bit more right you know okay. like totally. o sea, puede sacarle más el jugo you know like you can go yeah more juice and it more. bitch juice it <laughs> <laughs> I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling and it's all thanks to my grandma growing up we would watch matches together and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan hi I'm Freddie Prince Jr and on my podcast Wrestling with Freddie We know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I want to quickly go back because I think something that's interesting about you is, you know, you're from Barranquilla. You, you've you had success both in Latin America and the U.S. Um, when Gloria and the Miami Sound Machine were first really getting traction, they were huge internationally before they were ever big in the United States. I think people think that they were just, you know, they hit it big in the U.S. and that was it. No, like they used to play for like 50,000 people in Cuba and then they would come back and play a wedding for 200 people in Miami. So what is the difference, would you say, of finding success in Latin America versus finding it in the United States, which is easier? Because I think people might assume, oh, it's got to be easier in Latin America, but I don't think so. Which one do you think is easier? Is it easier to find success in Latin America or easier to find success in the States? Ooh, no pressure. Wow. Well, that's a great question. That's a great question. And I don't think nobody has the answer because the music, it's, it's, I don't think anybody has the secret of, of success in music. Every case, it's different, right? What I think is, if you live in the U.S., whenever you go to Latin America, it's easier because you live, you are considered an international artist. 
for example, mm. when I used to live in Colombia, you know, I did a lot of stuff. I worked with the, uh, with Carlos Vives band for two years. You know, I was doing great, but at the same time, I don't know, there was like a roof for me. I felt that. Mm -hmm. That's why I, I came to the U.S. And every time I go to perform or to do, you know, recording sessions or whatever in Colombia, you know, people see you different. And for some reason, they respect you more. That's my wow. opinion. And maybe, yeah, maybe if you live here and you go to the to Latin America, I think it's a little bit easier. You know, U.S. market, it's it's always, you know, it's it's bigger. It's uh, there's more competition and, and obviously it's expensive. <laughs> it's more expensive than <laughs> Latin America. So, uh, you know, with that point of view, I believe if you live here, yeah, it's I think it's a little bit easier, at least money wise to invest in Latin America. Interesting. I think taking it back to Gloria and Emilio, I think something that they've done is really make those avenues and that runway more accessible for Latin musicians. You know, when we think about Ricky Martin and we think about Shakira, you know, the Estefans were an integral part of their quote unquote crossover. Thankfully, I don't think we're going to need those crossovers going forward. We've seen, you know, mm -hmm. artists like a Bad Bunny or like a Carol G really break down those barriers and do it on their own, on their own own terms without having to do an English version of a song. Like Bad Bunny hasn't done a song in English. He doesn't have to, right? But back in the 90s or in the early 2000s, Shakira did. She had to sing in English. So mm -hmm. how do you think the Estefans, like how, why do you think it's been so important for them and their identity in the music industry to help other Latin artists? Um, well, it's it's very interesting what you said about about the language, And I think it's very interesting that right now you don't have to sing in English in order to, to, you know, make a hit globally. And and the reason for for that I think is the is the rhythm. Mm -hmm. Like people nowadays, they they just want to dance. They just want to you know <laughs> anything, and that comes yeah. and that comes with you know música urbana with reggaeton and stuff like that. Like people they don't know what they are saying, and but they don't care. They just want to dance. They just that the beat and the And the rhythm, it's so uh, contagious that they, they don't care. You know, they just dance. And, and you see it like um, when you go to Europe, when you go to Turkey and they are listening to reggaeton or, or Latin music in the clubs. It's crazy. You never saw that before. But with the Stefans, the point that we are in right now, it's because of them, because they, they sang in English, right? With la right. Latin rhythm. Crazy. So they introduced the Latin rhythms to other cultures, to other people in the U.S., in the, in, you know, worldwide. So that opened a path, a very huge path for, for all Latin artists. So yeah, definitely they had all to do. Uh, they are fathers of the Latin music for sure. They're patrinos de música <laughs> latina en los Estados Unidos. Exacto. Literally. Wait, hold on. I just have to change the subject because this is very who I am. So you live in Miami. Have you been to Larios on the Beach? <laughs> Where? <laughs> Larios on the beach. Never been there. <laughs> For those of you listening that are like, what the hell is Larios? You know Joseph loves to eat. He loves Hello. some food <laughs> and he loves some Latin food. So if there is a restaurant that he knows about, he's going to ask you if he's been. It's Larios on the beach is their restaurant that they opened, I think back in the 90s, maybe in the early 2000s. Have you ever been is what he wants to know. And will you take him there? <laughs> You know, when I'm there, you have to take me there at least. But whenever you come, Yosef, totally. let's go. Let's go. I'll take you to the place. Deal. Deal, my friend. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. 
and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I want to go back to a few Gloria songs. There's a lot of really good ones. As a musician, which is the most difficult of Gloria songs to sing? And have you ever sang any of them? Mm. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. That's a very tricky question. <laughs> like you've never done a version of Mi Tierra? Anything uh, from there? Well, I, I've done it. I've done it. But <gasps> as a male singer, of course, depending on your vocal range, you could hit or not hit the notes, the higher <laughs> notes. So it's very difficult for me to to answer that uh, as a male singer. But definitely, um, I think any of the sounds from Miami Sound Machine, they are very uh, well elaborated vocally. So, but you know, they have boleros, they have the... Con los años que me quedan, cuánto te quiero. You know, it all depends on the on the range. Hello. Okay, I'm never fucking singing again on this podcast. Thank you, JK. You have ruined everything for me. I'm trying to get a fucking deal here, and here you are really singing. So I'm out. Goodbye, leaving. <laughs> JK, welcome to becoming an icon. You're my new co-host. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. I love it. That was amazing. That was, that was amazing. amazing. Thank you for blessing our ears with that sound. Mm-hmm. Of course. Now, you were talking a little bit about the songs and, you know, people always think of conga. I always go to the rhythm is going to get you, get on your feet, or even one of the OGs, which is Dr. B. It's the campiest video I think ever made in the history of music videos. It's worth a watch if you have not seen it. If you had to rank those four songs. Joseph, I'm going to let you go first. So here are the songs. Conga, Dr. Beat, Rhythm is going to get you, and Get on your feet. Rank them. Like number one being my favorite, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say the rhythm is going to get you. Number one. Mm hmm. Conga. Number two. Dr. Beat. Number three. Get on your feet. Number four. Wow. Okay. Rhythm is going to get you. Coming in at number one and strong mm-hmm. for Joseph. Mm-hmm. JK, I'm going to ask you the same question. Okay. Basically, I'm going to go with the same order as Joseph, but <gasps> I will change. I will switch Conga for rhythm is going to get you for sure. Conga's being, Conga being as the number mm. one. Like it. I'm going to mix the whole thing up. Hey. I'm going to go get on your feet. Oh. Number one. Wow. Okay. Okay. Conga two. Okay. Rhythm is going to get you three. All right. Dr. Beat four. Get on your feet. It's like, I always think anytime you can make the declaration and the call to action in the title of the song, that's a winner for me. There's no confusion there. Okay. It's just kind of like, this is it. All right. Now, who's ready for a little trivia? I am. Okay. (laughs) Joseph and JK, are you guys ready to battle? We are. (sighs) I'm ready. All right, guys. You're going to have to buzz in. Just, you know, raise your Mm -hmm. hand. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Ready. How many albums has Gloria Stefan released during her entire career, including the ones with Miami Sound Machine? Is it 10, 20, or 30? You go first, JK. (laughs) I will go with 20. Joseph? I'm going to say, look, the reason I'm going to say 30 is because... That's a hell of a lot of albums. 30 albums? Yeah, because she sang them in English and in Spanish and in the Miami Sound Machine, like... There was a Christmas album, a few... Yeah, just a lot. I would have even said more if there's another number. (laughs) There's not another option. The final answer is 30 for you? Yeah, yeah, 30. I would say 30. You're right. 30 albums during her entire career. Oh, yeah, wow. I believe that. Also because, JK, I've been also studying her for a while, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's cheating. Well, let's go. I know, that's I know. Cheating. I feel bad. I feel bad. Okay. How many Grammys has Gloria Estefan won? Seven, eight, or ten? Eight Grammys, for sure. I would say three. That's not even an option. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you give the numbers? I wasn't even actually listening because I was thinking of how many grammars he actually won. Seven, eight, and ten. JK says eight. Joseph says three. The right (laughs) answer is seven. You were very close, JK. How did you know that? It's because you're a musician. He knows. Yeah, boo. You know. Yeah, I knew knew it was around that. Seven, eight or something. From which American football team is Gloria Stefan a co-owner? This is not a fair question. Okay, name the teams and we'll, we'll get this. The San Antonio Chargers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or the Miami Dolphins? Oh, the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> oh, he got man. You, beat you to the buzzer. Fine. From which prestigious university did Gloria Estefan receive a music honorary doctorate? Is it Berkeley, University of Miami, or Columbia? University of Miami. Yeah, same. University of Miami. Duh, she lives there. JK? Yeah, University of Miami, of course. You guys, Berkeley, one of the most incredible music schools in the world. Of course. Of course she did. Hello, what was I thinking? Songwriters Hall of Fame, first female, first Latina. Let's go. It's, yeah. <laughs> okay, last question. Do you guys know the name of the song that Gloria Estefan sang to the Pope, John Paul II, in 1995? Was it Tres Gotas de Agua Bendita, Con los Años Que Me Quedan, or Más Allá? You're going to hate me because I've never heard any of these, so I don't know which one to pick. I'm going to say just because it sounds holy, Tres Gotas de Agua Bendita. <laughs> I would say Masaya. 
JK, I think you won the Gloria Estefan trivia challenge, which means that you get to take us to your favorite Cuban restaurant. What is your favorite Cuban restaurant, by the way? Oh, that's tricky. That's, there's a lot. Well, there's um, there's some there's a restaurant super. It's super traditional called, uh, called Versailles. It's ah, huge. see, it's, I've been there. It's Versailles, Versailles, not Versailles. Versailles, yeah. That's a very traditional and yeah, it's a must go. Like there's always packed. There's uh, there's okay. lines and. Wait a minute. Are they your sponsor? I'm on to you, J.K. I wish. I mean, they should. <laughs> I love going there. Well, hopefully, no. Um, okay, JK, before we let you go, we want to know, as a musician, what do you think the future holds for Gloria and Emilio? What do you want to see from them? Uh, I think they're going to keep uh, being the foundation of Latin music in the U.S. and in the world. And I think they're going to keep helping a lot of new talent. And I, I mean, I hope. And they've been doing that. And I think they're, that's their passion. And they're going to do it until they die. I love it. Wow. I think you're right. Legacies. I think foundational is a great way to describe who they are, not just as musicians, obviously, but who they are as industry icons. So, JK, thank you so much for being here. And you guys, don't forget his new single, El Primero No Se Olvida, is coming out later this month. And we've loved having you. Thank you for sharing your insight. Oh, and I almost forgot. I'm going to sing you a little bit of the El Primero No Se Olvida, all right? Let's do it. I happen to have my guitar here. It's uh, maybe a coincidence. Shut your butt. I'm ready. We are all ears. Let me turn up this volume. Imagino que en las noches ya no piensas ni un solo segundo en mí. Quizás en todo este tiempo olvidaste hasta los besos que te di. Por si acaso te recuerdo, yo fui el hombre que te hizo tan feliz. Con quien de la mano junto caminabas, quien te hacía sonreír. Si no te acuerdas, te lo repito una vez más, aunque te duela y aunque te duela en esta y en la otra vida, yo fui el primero y el primero no se olvida. Si no te acuerdas, te lo repito una vez más, aunque te duela y aunque te duela en esta en la otra vida yo fui el primero y el primero no se olvida no se olvida no se olvida wow wow bitch I'm shook <laughs> Damn, JK. I'm not crying, Liliana. You're crying. That was really good. And you know what? I'm going through a heartbreak for like 500 years now because I'm in love with this guy who's <laughs> in love with me. And it was so good. That I was beautiful. It, it really was beautiful. Let me ask you something. Is it true that El Primero no se olvida? I mean, I'd like to forget. Fuck, for real. <laughs> but like, no, you just don't. You don't. Sad, you don't. 
You don't. But like, it doesn't, it's not even like the first, like first love, you know, it's like your first real fucking love, not like high school, whatever. It's like your first love, like, ugh. No, the don't thing, forget. The you thing don't. with this with this song and, and the, you know, the message is like, it all depends on how you take it. Like, it could be your first high school mm -hmm. love. It could be your actually greatest love. You could take it in your own personal history, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's what's so beautiful about that song. And I think that's what people connect with with music is like the interpretation is yours and yours alone, right? The mm -hmm. artist writes it from their point of view, but how you interpret it, well, that... That fully belongs to you. That's on you. Thank you. I love that. So good. We are so grateful for you and for sharing that beautiful song with us. And we're so excited that everyone listening can also get that song as well. So thank you again for being here, you guys. And let us know what you think. All right. I want to know. He asked the question. El primero no se olvida? Uh-huh. I need to know the answer as well. JK, thank you so much for being here. And you guys, don't forget his new single, El Primero No Se Olvida, is coming out later this month. Yes, thank you for being here. Guys, it's been a pleasure. It's been amazing. I had a great time with you. Next on Becoming an Icon. Join us as we discuss all of our icons. All our season's best. With the one and only Tomas Meyer. Becoming an Icon is presented by Sonoro and iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Give me a woo. Roller coaster. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 